0: Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, another Lions NFL insider. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. And Jeremy and I were talking a little bit before we went on air and, you know, the experience of big games. Uh, golf being comfortable in the pocket, injuries on the O-line. There are legitimate excuses why the Lions struggle, uh, yet they are 9-4. and four. And the fact is that they're still a young team and Goff still can't throw the ball deep. How would you answer everything we just discussed?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think those are legitimate, um, I don't know, excuses, context, whatever you want to call it. Um, you're, you're right, like this team hasn't seen a lot of big, ga- big games, but at the same time, they've also performed pretty well on big stages right like week 18 wasn't necessarily a big game for them you know there was nothing technically on the line for them uh, you know to end the season last year but they won it and knocked the Packers out uh, that was certainly a big game for the opponent Um then the very next regular season game right the opening game of the season uh, the Chiefs are raising the banner and uh, and you beat them at home and so That's all kind of good experiences, but I would say there is definitely a difference between individual games like that and a playoff push towards the end of the season where every game matters. You have to bring it every single week, and and that's something I think we're seeing the Lions struggle with right now. Maybe that is uh, an an experience thing. Maybe that is the Lions regressing a little bit to the mean a little bit, but in terms of the experiencing, I I think it's definitely something to, to at least remember that there aren't a lot of teams, there are a lot of players on this team right now that, that have gone through what they're going through right now. And and you look at some of the mistakes that were made um, against Chicago, a guy like Aiden Hutchinson, a guy like Amon Rod, these are guys that haven't gone through this before. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think that's important to, to at least remember. Not, it doesn't excuse everything that's happening. Um, and then in, in terms of, you know, the offensive line, I'm right there with you. I think, you know, I was looking at some numbers earlier today. Vines pressure percentage in terms of pressure allowed is up about four or five or 6%, which might not sound a lot like a lot. It is a lot um, over the past six games um, when they've really kind of seen these struggles. And and we were talking about what you just said there, Jared Goffin's the deep ball it just seems to have disappeared completely. His average depth of target is continually going down, down, down until late in games when they really need him. And in fact, I out to one of my writers, Brian um, Matthews, he was looking this up um, in terms of passes 20 or more yards downfield. Jared Goff is dead last with just seven point seven percent of his attempts going that far. Oh my god! That's, right, and 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 you can see defenses starting to adjust to that a little bit, right? You you see. Um, they're taking Amon Ra out from you know, the, the middle of the field. They're, they're playing zone close to the field because they don't fear anyone beating them over the top, which I, I think speaks to some of the frustrations that Lions fans are, are starting to have about the lack of use of Jameson Williams, or at least a lack of targeting of Jameson Williams.
0: So you're Dan Campbell, you're Ben Johnson, you're Brad Holmes. Uh, you have access to all the analytics you're talking about with your team from prior to Detroit, Jeremy Reisman. By the way, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line, you have J-Mo Williams, and you have the lowest amount of attempts, 20 yards or more. That, that's pathetic in my book, Jeremy. It is flat-out insane. I know they're in love with their running backs. I know they're in love with the running game. But you have got to stretch the field as Jeff Risden pointed out last hour, when Tyreek Hill went down last night for Miami, they're a different football team. When he's in and stretches the field, they're a different football team on the positive side. It's simple football 101 math, and I don't get how the coaches and Goff and Ben Johnson and Campbell can't figure this out. Yeah, it, it is kind of fascinating. I think
1: part of it is they just they enjoy kind of the dink and dunk. of. I think they think it, it fits Jared Goff set the most. It's also something that they've been largely successful with for, for a year now, right? They, I mean, they, they haven't relied a ton on the deep ball um, when this offense has been thriving and part of it is the run game, part of it is the utilization of their tight ends, the middle of the field, a guy like Amon who can get you seven yards at a time, and so sometimes it feels like they would rather kind of you know get into a second and third and manageable rather than get big chunk plays, but the interesting thing is like that's how I view them but I even asked Ben Johnson, I think this was, this was either early this year or late last year, like when you have these, you know, 10, 11, 12 play drives and you're, you're bleeding clock, you're keeping the defense off the field. Does that feel really good? Um, and Ben Johnson's answer was like, no, I'd rather score on one play. And I'm just, and and that's, that's where the disconnect happens to me because I don't, I don't feel like he calls plays with that mentality. And like I said, it's worked for a very long time here in Detroit with, with but what Ben Johnson is doing. But I do feel like at least in these past few weeks, and granted, listen, the Packers have a, a better defense than than I think a lot of people give them credit for, even though they struggled, obviously, last night. The Bears definitely have a, a really good defense. So some credit goes to what they're doing. But at the same time, I'd like to see the lines mix things up a little more. I'd like to see them take a little bit more shots on the outside, use their outside receivers a little bit more because we know – People are starting to target in on those interior uh, targets, and, and it's, it's, strug- it's it's making the line struggle
0: a little bit right now. Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit Lions, NFL insider. Follow him on Twitter, online, Facebook, all the social networks talking Lions football, 9-4. and four. They did get a gift from the Giants last night, so now they have to write the ship. We can use all the sports cliches we want to, Jeremy, but I, I put... Saturday night against the Broncos in a must-win situation. They, they can't lose another game in front of these fans who have been unbelievable home and away. They just can't. And they need it for confidence uh, off the field with the coaches during the week, uh, game prep uh, for that following week, and for the players. They desperately need a quality four-quarter performance on Saturday night at Ford Field.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm with you. I feel like they have not performed their best in front of the home audience really all season, um, and, and it would be really nice to have that in front of a, a primetime audience, a, a raucous Detroit for field. I mean, I was there for the Monday night game, and, and, man, I haven't seen Detroit like that in a long time. And, and granted, given that this one's going to be on a Saturday night uh, at home, it, it You know, they they deserve a a good performance there. It's not going to be easy. I do think this, I mean, the Broncos have won six out of the last seven games. Their defense has turned things around completely. Uh, But you win this game, you are down to beating the Vikings once to clinching the division for the first time since 1993. That's all it would take is just splitting with the Minnesota Vikings in those next uh, two matchups with them. So it's definitely a huge game. I I think, you know, if you want to look at the numbers and the odds and, playoff scenarios and things like that, the lines are, are still going to make the playoffs, even if they don't win this game. They're not, they're not quished yet, but it's only a matter of time there. Um, they still, you know, they'll, they'll still have those two Minnesota Vikings games to, to win the division, but I'm with you. Like this team cannot lose three out of their last four games and, and go into that final. And, and anyone feeling either inside or the outside the building, feeling confident about where this team is headed as they make that playoff push. So I, I tend to I, I tend to avoid must win games, but like if anyone is going to have confidence in this team going into this, into January, uh, yeah, this is this is a this is a very important
0: one. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit Lions NFL Insider, follow Pride of Detroit and Jeremy on Twitter, Facebook, online. Uh, Dan Campbell said that he's going to use JMO Williams more. I find it crazy that a coach has to announce that when you have right there with DK Metcalf and Tyree Kill. One of the fastest players in the league. Uh, what is the right way for the Lions to utilize JMO and have him help them win games the rest of the regular season and into the playoffs?
1: Yeah, I think it's just it's getting the ball into his hands in open space. Um, you know, we saw them try that a little bit uh, over the past month or so with, with some quick wide receiver screens. I mean, they 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 gave him the ball. Uh, last week on on a, our on a kind of, you know, end around, reverse, whatever you want to call it. And, and some of those things have worked, some of those things haven't, but I'd like to see it a little bit more in terms of route running, in terms of catching the football. And I know it's taken a while, I think, for this coaching staff to trust him. It's taken a while for Jared Goff to trust him. But I really think he turned a corner around the Chargers game where he's open there. He's he's making the right reads. He's, 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 he's running his routes to the right depth. As, as Antoine Randall L., Likes to say all the time he's in the right place at the right time, um, and he's caught the balls. Like I, that, that was obviously a big concern with him too. Is, is all the drops, and we haven't really seen a drop from him in a while. So to me, he's done everything he needs to do to earn that trust. And so it doesn't have to be a deep ball every time. It doesn't have to be one deep shot in the middle of the random third quarter drive that that is nowhere near him. Get him involved in slants. Get him involved in curls. Get him involved in reverses, screens, like all that. And and it's not just. Doing it once or twice. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't had the ball in his hands more than twice in a single game of his NFL career. You got to go back to that. Well, more than once, so that you can keep those defenses honest, so that you can give one of the fastest, most dynamic players on your team an opportunity to get into the end zone. So to me, it's, it's not they've been doing the right things. They just haven't really been doing it enough in a game. And it doesn't mean force feeding him eight times, but three times would be nice. Four times would be nice. And so to me, it's just it's just you got. If, if you trust in this guy, if you think he's the guy that you traded up in the first round to get, uh, you got to give him an opportunity to prove it.
0: And the way he moved on that reverse against the Saints and you Campbell and Ben Johnson and you can't say on the phone, on the plane, in a team meeting, uh, in a coach's meeting, that we have to use him more Sunday against the Bears, I find just to be pathetic coaching. That's my opinion. Jeremy Reisman has his, Pride of Detroit. Follow them, Twitter, Facebook, online. Jeremy, always good stuff with you, my man. Enjoy the Denver game on Saturday night, and we'll talk soon.
1: All right, sounds good, man.